are tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Sponsored in part by Replays, Gameware, Movies, and More, and Creative Foundations, employing individuals with disabilities. Now your hosts, Sam Dunham, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, and Josh Harrison. Hey everyone, you're listening to Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that is just like Team America. No, not the movie, the uh, comic from the 70s where five motorcycle men turn into one super motorcycle man. I'm Sam. <laughs> I'm Josh. I'm Samantha. And I'm Cody. We have a great show for you. Hey, we have an extra special show for you this week on this wonderful 4th of July. Uh, we have an interview coming up later on in the show with uh, Chris Bidwell, the uh, Nintendo World Championship um, representative, representative from Chicago. Well, he's from Columbus, but that, he's a Chicago representative. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Thank you for tagging in on that one. I lost <laughs> my train of thought on that. But before we get into that, we have some check it outs we want to do. I've, I've been to a couple movies recently, which oh. is something that hasn't happened in a while. Oh, right movies. on. <laughs> right on. We went and saw Inside Out, which recently came out. Um, it was really good. It was definitely returned to form for Pixar, I think. Good, okay. After all those Cars movies and Cars <laughs> sequel or spinoffs. Yeah, it's and, nice to see them not do a sequel. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was clever. All the characters were funny and well developed and did it give you the feels oh toward the uh, end yeah oh. yeah it has a, of course it's pixar yeah as a toy story three i'm kind of tearing up ending uh, so did she give all of her feelings to a younger child yes <laughs> right after they were almost incinerated there, there's a lot of crying in this movie like a lot oh great that's something to look forward to great i'm a very emotional man <laughs> yeah i'm doomed even for a movie about emotions, there's a lot of crying. Yeah. <laughs> so who are some of the uh, the special guest voices? Because I, I know Amy Poehler's in it, and I know, um, uh, what's his name? The angry comedian. Louis Black. Black is like anger. But... Yeah, uh, Bill Hader is fear, and he's hilarious. Fear okay. was probably my favorite one. Uh, Mindy Kaling's disgust was really good. Paula Poundstone had a cameo. Oh, really? As... Paula Poundstone? Yeah. <laughs> As, wow. as one of the like mind workers. Wow, that, that's a deep cut. Yeah. Freak Oz, too. Yeah. Oh, right on. I mean, just a little cameo, but... Mmm! <laughs> <laughs> it, it really it puts emotions and feelings and all that into a context that I think children will appreciate and yeah. understand. Give them the tools they need to be able to discuss <laughs> with their parents about... I, I heard it's a very important movie, like, as far as, like, kids and dealing with their emotions goes. I don't, there's stuff I want to talk about, but it's spoiler territory. I don't know. If... Well, I mean, it just came out, yeah. so we probably shouldn't like yeah. spoil it. I mean, it, you see it coming a mile away, but I don't. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it. Okay, maybe know. later. Because <laughs> it's just kind of a thing that that Disney know. and Pixar <laughs> seem to be doing lately, and I we'll talk about it some other time. Okay, cool. <laughs> so you said there were a couple movies. What was the yeah, other one you watched? Yeah, we, uh, we saw Jurassic World last night, which I mean we've talked about on here before, but Your mom and grandma. Yeah. Went on a grandma date. Yeah. <laughs> it was really good. I liked it a lot more than I thought I was going to. Oh, cool. Cool. Pretty I saw fine. it twice. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. I've yet to see it. It's it's <laughs> worth seeing. Yeah, well, there are a lot of movies worth seeing, but I just don't <laughs> unfortunately don't have the time. Okay, um, well, I, I did, haven't had a whole lot of time to check anything out, but I did watch the first episode of BattleBots. 
Oh, like oh, yeah. that yeah. came back recently? It came yeah. back. No. I, it is back I, I and it is great. I think they're like two episodes in now. Yeah, I need to watch the second one. Yeah. But uh, I caught the robot fights because I don't care about the other crap. Oh, I see. I watched the whole thing. I mean, it was fine. But uh, it was great. I mean, it's exactly like I like you remember. You have like the the, the like the stage like arena hazards. Yeah, like nice. the hammer and the drill and everything. And, and the I chainsaw mean, or not chainsaw, but the, the the buzz blades that come out of the ground. Yeah, yeah. One of the two commentators is good. The other one was a former MMA fighter, and his commentary is not not the best. <laughs> <laughs> he's the color commentator, and he's his color is maybe beige. <laughs> I'll tell you that one robot that has the, the had the the like basically like the lawnmower motor in the middle of yeah. it, and it was like spinning around. Oh man! Oh, some I of those are. Oh, I can't remember what its name it was like, Crash Wave or something like that. But it something was something like that. But it like fight just started and it rolled into the into this really big robot and just basically ripped the whole side of it off. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Oh. Last BattleBots, there was always one kind of robot that would always win, and I forget what it was. It like a wedge one. The wedge ones are really really yeah. Uh, yeah. versatile. Yeah, especially if you make them thin enough that even if you flip them over, they can still drive. Right. There was a weird walking robot. Yeah, and wow. it, and it did not do very well. Well, Although it, it, not in the beginning, but, but toward the end. Towards the end, or, uh, like because it was like two walking legs. With a with like a tail looking thing and a giant buzzsaw on the front and it would just lumber towards you. Yeah, it was like something Rex. Yeah, and it cut like I mean it didn't win, but it cut like the entire side panel off of one of the that's competing robots. Nice. And then there was like one robot team that was like one main robot and it had like a couple like mini robots running around. What? Yeah, yeah. yeah they they've <laughs> added in the the idea of mini bots. There were multiples that had mini bots. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Do you remember the other robot fighting show that came out? Uh, from like the 90s, early 2000s, um, basically where competitors would build their own robots and then bring them into the arena, and then they had to fight robots built by the people who run the show. No, no. Oh man, I I cannot remember. But they had like, like their robots like did some of the things that BattleBots weren't allowed to use. Like some of them shot nets. Some of them had fire. Nice. I these, mean, these new ones have fire in them though. Do they? There was one that. It was one of the mini bots. It would fly, drive underneath you, and then just turn on its fire jest and like <laughs> burn you from the inside. Nice. Yeah. I just love the fact that you know Grant Amahora um, from MythBusters was like original competitor on the show. Yeah. I don't they, know. They've got a couple of the uh, the old competitors back. Oh, did they? Season. Yeah. I wa- see. I watched some of the um, behind the scenes okay. stuff. And yeah. Some of them. They were. Uh, one of them was a competitor when she was like thirteen, and is now like in her mid to late 20s and yeah. is competing again and she actually went on she was yeah, a, i think i saw that fight yeah, yeah yeah it's just cool to see it come back i mean i don't mm-hmm. i don't see it surviving oh no it, it won't last more than a season but yeah. it'll be a great season yeah once the nostalgia wave is done then mm-hmm. people will forget that it exists unfortunately. Yeah, i remember when they made BattleBots toys yeah <laughs> plus it's on like a main it's on like abc isn't it it's like a main really yeah i don't remember I, it's either abc or nbc it's, it's one it's one of the no, networks it's on network tv but it's but it's on hulu so you can just oh. go and watch everything on Hulu, and I would suggest I would suggest doing that. It's really cool. It's good. About the only thing, big thing I did um, was I was catching up on old uh, a couple of uh, My Little Pony episodes I've missed <laughs> in the last couple weeks. Ah, and they had one. It's possibly one of the best episodes I've seen, and it's it's so fan fueled. It's ridiculous. Uh oh. Hmm. It's called uh, Slice of Life, and it's basically about all the background characters run around town you see like the main characters in the background doing stuff but it, you never see them doing like it never focuses on them it's about this whole thing is about a wedding between cranky the donkey and his lady donkey and it's like it's all like the fan built 
theories and whatnot in the episode. Like uh, Derpy or Muffins or whatever you want to call her. Whatever they're allowed to call her at yeah. this point. Uh, they never say her name, but she's like, a, she made the wedding invitations and they're messed up. And she's trying to get things fixed and she's running around. And then you see her complaining at the cafe to another pony. And it's the Doctor Pony, Doctor Who's. And at one point she actually calls him Doc. And he goes into a lab that looks a lot like the inside of the TARDIS and trying to figure out things. <laughs> oh, jeez. And at the very, very end, you see him wearing a big, long scarf, yelling, well, we better get in there, Alon Z, and goes into the... Wow. Oh, oh no. yeah. So oh, like yeah. lawsuit level. There's like, uh, yeah. there's like Lyra uh, sitting on things, and there's Bon Bon being a secret. There's all kinds of crazy crazy nut stuff going on they, they just let loose with oh all they the... did they did but it was like their 100th episode uh so that wow. was kind of the thing 100 for ponies <laughs> and i have yet to see a single one you'd be better off I've, not. I've never partaken of the pony i i wouldn't bother i still i still get enjoyment out of it i mean so at point it, it has a high points and it has low points much with everything yeah <laughs> yeah <then. laughs> Um, I've been playing the new Batman. I guess I talk about that. It's, it's really good. It's not as good as I was led to believe by reviews. Uh yeah. Like, it, I mean, it's not a ten out of ten. No, it's not a ten out of ten. It's ten out of ten. 10, out of ten. It's like eight out of ten. Okay. It's still high. Yeah, I mean, it's still really good. Like, I'm still playing it because I had, I had no interest in it at all when it was an, announced. I'm like, I'm tired of these Batman games. Uh, Asylum was the best, and they've, it's gone downhill since then. Uh, but, you know, it's it's good. I'm glad I picked it up. The The only real problem, the Batmobile is in it, and they try to shoehorn it in everywhere to justify its existence. Ah, uh, okay. Because, I mean, it's perfectly fun just jumping and grappling, hooking around the city. Mm-hmm. Like in all the other ones. Yeah, but they they have to come up with all these things to make you use the Batmobile. Like, there's drones driving around everywhere. Oh no, that, Batman has to race someone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah a yeah. lot of Riddler's challenges. He's built race tracks for you to drive on. Uh, <laughs> okay. And uh there's this one kind of drone that you have to sneak be- up behind and shoot it in the exhaust port in the back. Shoot it in the butt. Shoot it. <laughs> but it's like stay ve- on target. Vehicle <laughs> vehicle stealth segments and it's just terrible it's not fun at all i'm i don't know how it made it through testing because it's so lame Hmm. and they keep doing it but instead of like finding a twist on it to make it interesting they just throw more tanks at you jeez wow well they gotta justify putting that big gun in front of the batmobile yeah (laughs) and even the regular tank fighting is not that interesting you just kind of drive around and try to stay out of the range of the the drones like you see their exact shot pattern mm-hmm. out in front of you, and it starts out white, and then the line turns red, and that's when they're going to shoot. So don't be standing there when they shoot. And no offense, but you were like the worst at driving it. Oh, I'm a terrible, I'm a terrible <laughs> Batman in general. Oh, oh, you have no idea. Like one time, you were ramping off of something, right? Doing some sweet jumps. Yeah, and I just Ac- launched, accidentally launched Batman out like of the Batmobile. Because there's a button that shoots you out of the Batmobile. <laughs> no. So you can get air. <laughs> you just hit the wrong button and just shoot Batman out. Um, I've accidentally uh, reversed my Batmobile off of a bridge into the water. There's just oh, so many great. different like button combinations and buttons that you have to re- remember that like you're, I'm all the time just hitting the wrong thing. Like, <laughs> Like an old person trying to play a video game. You <laughs> smashed yourself. 
Yeah, yeah, because there's one of the Riddler racetracks. You hit a button to move like these smashy things out of the way while you're driving. I smashed myself with one a couple nice, times. Nice. Um, I'm glad Gotham can sleep easy tonight, Cody. <laughs> the whole side mission. There's a Riddler side mission where he's kidnapped Catwoman and locked her in an orphanage she can't leave, which is lame because it's all up to Batman to to get her out of there, and she just just stands in there the oh, whole time. Why can't she leave? Yeah, like you think she Catwoman. Bomb around her neck, yeah, but... she's got a bomb collar around her neck. But she's a thief. She exactly. could probably pick the lock really easily. I, I mean, say, her missions were some of my favorite stuff in Arkham City. Her fingers have claws. They can just click, 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 and done, right? Yeah, but instead she's sitting around in this orphanage waiting for Batman to do things. Uh-huh. It's really lame. That That's the, lame. Like, the main story is really good and really entertaining, and all the side missions are like they had the bad writer do all this. They're all <laughs> lazy and like, a lot of the Arkham side missions were kind of lazy. Yeah. I mean, some were good on City, but as a whole. Yeah, it's all lazy tropes and like rehashed storylines for the side missions, which is say, kind of a shame. Uh, how many of the villains from the other games did they shoehorn in there like yeah, they did? There's man-bat missions where oh, okay. he's flying around and you just got to catch him because he's man-bat. Oh, and he's not okay. supposed to be there. Right, <laughs> like, yeah. Like... He does, You do learn that he killed his wife, but you don't know that at first. At first, you're just going at him because he's ugly. He's bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's just like flying around Gotham minding his own business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, what about the map size? Like, did they make the city bigger? I I guess it's bigger. I I can't really tell. I mean, I'm sure it's bigger, but the other one was big <laughs> enough too that it didn't well, seem. Well, I know, like in uh, in Arkham Origins, like. They utilized a lot of Arkham City and then added a couple little areas here and there. This has, like, four different islands of Gotham. Mm. Probably more than four. I don't remember. But, you know, it's big enough to where you don't ever think, man, this is small. (laughs) (laughs) Have you found out who the Arkham Knight is yet? No, but I think I know who it is. I've heard theories. Should should we talk about it? Why not? not, I don't know who it is, but I'll tell you, I think it's Jason Todd. It probably is. Because they, to- they took the time to tell you that whole story. So I'm like, well, why would you tell me about this guy if he wasn't the Arkham Knight? Yeah. I, I, yeah. I've, I've seen a lot of um, a lot of marketing like for the Red, Red, Red Hood and, and Jason Todd stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, there was one theory out there that the Arkham Knight is the Joker. That's what I thought at first because he's voiced by uh, Troy Baker like the Joker is from, now. From Origin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But I don't think that's it. Really? Yeah. There's plenty of other side story stuff going on with Joker that, that oh, they so wouldn't he's have not, to. So he's not dead? He is dead, but his genes are running through... F- There's like a Joker disease that's running through five different people and Batman. Oh. So you get hallucinations of Joker all the time just hanging out with Batman and like commenting on what he's doing. And it's actually pretty funny. Oh, that's great. It's that one does, of my favorite does, parts of the game. It does game. sound pretty good, actually. <laughs> Almost like 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 PTSD of the fact that he died and you couldn't save him, kind of thing. But I don't want to turn this into bat bat cast. So. <laughs> we did that once. Yeah, we yeah. did that once yeah. with Origins. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know what? I think um, we're just gonna go ahead. We're gonna make this first break a little long, and we're just gonna go right into our uh, interview with Chris Bidwell, and then after the break, we'll get in some news. How's that sound? Good. Hey everyone, thank you for joining us. We have a very special guest uh, interview today, uh, Chris Bidwell. He was the uh, 
Nintendo World Championship representative from Columbus, Ohio. Uh, it was actually out at Schaumburg, Illinois, the same spot we were at. Chris, thank you for joining us. Hey, uh, Cody and Sam, how you guys doing? Hey, doing great, great. Doing great. Got a question for you right off the bat. I am dying to know what was it like when you were on stage there at the Nintendo World Championship? You know, lights go up, everyone's a crowd in front of you, the whole nine yards. How was that? It, it's pretty surreal. I, I didn't know how I would feel. Uh, but, you know, as soon as the game's in front of us, then you, you, you kind of tune everything else out and you just go. And then all of a sudden, next thing you know, it's over. Wow. So <laughs> <laughs> I wish there was, you know, some magical movie moment where everything slows down. And But no, it, it just kind of happened in real time. And uh, I, I got my one moment and then failed the next one. And that was out of there. And we were cheering with everybody else in the back while the uh, the finals are going on. It was great. Well, that's that's great. Now, you guys didn't know what games were coming up, correct? Uh, no, we, we knew Splatoon, we knew The Legend of Zelda, and okay. they allowed us to practice the Blast Ball game for about an hour, because we, we were sequestered all day right, uh, for right. interviews and whatnot, and they gave us about an hour to practice the Blast Ball, but there was only six DSs among the 16 of us, so each of us got <laughs> about two rounds at it, so okay. we knew the controls and the basics, and that was about it. Okay, because yeah, I was wondering about that, because since Blast Ball was brand new, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. so. Right, right. Okay, well that's cool. So, uh, so yeah, yeah, you know, uh, got through Splatoon. Um, well, I did. Well, I, well, I know, but I mean, got to Splatoon. <laughs> but yeah, uh, did you have a, a whole lot of experience with Splatoon before going into the the match? I knew it was a it was a newer game. I bought it the day after the qualifiers with the hunch that they would use it, and ah. then stupidly, I did not put it enough practice into it until they announced it formally. Mm -hmm. uh, I got to level five on the online matches. That's about an hour or two of practice. So, I mean, I knew the basics going in. Uh, the, the funny thing is with Splatoon, we were all, uh, we did not know our teammates going on stage. Okay. We were, we had to pick a weapon going on to stick before he went out there. Mm -hmm. uh, the wisdom of crowds worked out and four out of the 16 of us picked a roller However, our team didn't have any rollers on. We had four guns, so oh, we right. were outmaneuvered. Okay. If we'd been better, maybe we could have overcome that. But uh, I think with everybody being on fairly equal ground, we couldn't come over overcome it. And then on the second round, the elimination round, there was the gigantic map, and we were doubly screwed oh, on that yeah. map without the roller. Yeah, you you would think they would have let you pick the team or let, told you the teams first and let you kind of coordinate a little bit so you had a, a better matchup yeah, with the weapons. they kind of made it sound like that way. The announcers made it sound like there was some planning going on. There, there I mean, we could talk about ourselves, and we sort of had a plan going on, but it, there, there was only so much we could do, and none of us were great at it. I, I think, you know, if you read message boards, these guys are terrible. They don't deserve to be there. And, you know, it, we weren't picked to be splatoon players so right it, it, that's and, and it, that's how an online match goes too with the game you get a random assigned team and you get random assigned weapons on that team that's not brought out so that does kind of kind of actually how it works in real life so yeah, it is representative of the of the actual game yeah yeah that's a representative and you know we weren't eliminated from it it's just we got a second chance and fortunately because of that i got my moment so i i can't really complain too much Right, yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna ask you about that next with, uh, with uh, Legends of Zelda. I mean, when, when they told you that Zelda was gonna be a part of the, the whole situation. I mean, you, it seemed like you had a, a really good handle on, on the game and on yeah. at least the first, the first level. Uh, what, what was going, what were you thinking when they said, oh, okay, the next one up is, uh, is Legends of Zelda, the original. That was the first game they announced. Oh, really? Like, like a week, a week or before the competition. 
but they didn't say specifically what it was going to be. And then about two days before the competition, they formally come out and say it's going to be the first level. So, you know, I, I'm bringing my old school Game Boy with the, <laughs> with the Zelda on it on the plane practicing, so it, it had better battery life than my DS. And I, I had my route down, and the nerves got to me a little bit. I didn't do my the path exactly the way I wanted it to go. Mm. Um, if you want to get super specific, there's a blue Octorok in the bridge screen right before level one. And if you kill him either first, sixth, or eighth, there's a possibility he drops bombs. And if you pick those bombs up, you can shave 30 plus seconds off your time. And I went for it, and it didn't work out, and I was behind going into the level. And then my second mistake was uh, if I go to the left, and right in the uh, first stage, there's three keys, the, the bat guys. Mm -hmm. And I like to go in there with full hearts because I can blast them real quick and pick up the key on the left, go to the right, pick up the key on the right, and then finish the entire stage without having to pick up any more keys. Now, that's only optimal if I had full hearts. And I didn't have full hearts, and I still went to the left. So I was a bit behind the eight ball there. And then right after that, I got that second key. I pretty much had the run of my life. And if you were nerdy enough to watch their whole replay, you'll see several near misses. And I got yeah, through the entire yeah. rest of the level without losing any more hearts, pretty much. And, uh, it, and it all worked out. Yeah, uh, that, that was amazing. <laughs> yeah, it really was. Yeah. What was the, I, the trick you used at the beginning when you walk into the dungeon? The funny thing was that the, the day that they announced that, uh, somebody on a Facebook post or Twitter or whatever said, I wonder if they're all going to use the, the level one key trick. And I forgot about it. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, that's right. If you walk right in the first dungeon, any of the dungeons actually that have a, have a locked door in that first room, if you exit the dungeon, go right back in, that locked door is gone. Huh. So in a, in a speedrun situation or in regular playing it, there you go. That That's a free 20 seconds right there. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'd never heard that one before. I was surprised yeah. when I saw it in on the show. And and I was one of the guys back in, in, behind the scenes. Like I was telling the people that weren't familiar with Zelda about that trick because I, I wanted everybody to like have a chance at it. I wasn't going to be... I was going into it like, this is fun. We're kids. This is amazing. Look at all us. I wasn't... I didn't think I was going to be the winner coming out. I mean, I, I thought I had a chance like, to be like a card game everybody with some skill would have a chance at it. The guy who had the most skill won the whole thing. John Numbers is an incredibly great gamer. But even he said, uh, had he been forced to play Super Metroid, he would have been in trouble. So it was it really was a card game situation where what games you had to play, you had to rely on your past experience and not everybody played all games. So Oh yeah, yeah. Definitely definitely a good mix of, you know, skill and luck, you know, absolutely. Uh, you got to Super Metroid and I was watching it back and it seemed like you're having some trouble with your controller almost. Like it kept jumping yeah. to the, the Wii U menu there. Have you, if you've played with the Wii U uh, Virtual Console, they map the uh, Virtual Console menu on the ZR trigger, the one that's more like the gun trigger. Mm -hmm. And in Super Metroid on the SNES, the right trigger is what aims your gun at an angle. Right, that's so right, so yeah. So I was getting okay. the top trigger and the Z trigger mixed up. And, you know, the nerves of the situation, after you mess up one time, then you, the, that kind of snowballs a bit. And I finally got a handle on things. I was actually screwed a bit. There's that the, the, in the end of the game, mm -hmm. the mother brain shoots you with this big hyper beam thing, and then there's this big dramatic sequence where the baby Metroid saves you, and then, right. you, then you're powered up and you finish the game. Right. Well, in that part when I'm stunned, waiting for the baby Metroid, a uh, bomb shows up from 
and bounces off the wall and kills me while That's, I'm stunned. I, I was uh, gonna I was gonna say that it it looked like you're it looked like you were sitting you're kind of standing there waiting for for you know the the baby uh, Metroid to fly out and everything, and then out of nowhere yep. that bomb popped up. I that was yep. kind of the weirdest thing, but yeah, I, I I was behind at that point and. I wasn't I wasn't that upset. I was just kind of I didn't even know if it was a glitch. I thought maybe I'd messed up and was waiting when I shouldn't have been. Mm-hmm. But uh, I definitely, uh, re, you know, watching the replay, I definitely was stunned. But I, I'm not upset about it. Uh, funny thing after the after I was out, uh, the guy Sinister One, who actually is a speedrunner in that game and who should have walked away with it, uh, he was having troubles with his controls too, and his timing was slightly off because the Wii U Virtual Console has a bit of a lag to it compared to original hardware. I was kind of behind him, you know, coaching, not coaching, but basically saying, hey, you, you've got this, keep jumping, slow down, take a deep breath, you're way ahead, you know, keep keep focused, you're fine. Yeah. And uh, when he was talking about it, he's like, he heard the voice of God behind him. <laughs> <laughs> and then he turned uh, around, it wasn't God, it was BSG 4000. So, <laughs> I managed to squeeze uh, a winning moment out of my losing moment, so oh, I'm happy about it too. Oh, uh, that's great. Well, it seems it sounds like you had the, the right kind of way of thinking about everything. You know, it's just a, it's just a game, you're going in having fun, you know, yeah. just seeing how far you can go. It would have been nice to, to continue on, but... Yeah, yeah, I mean, if if I'd gone on, I would have ended up in Super Smash Brothers, and they would have had me for lunch. I am not a Super Smash Brothers player, so <laughs> better I go out that way than be humiliated in that game. Beyond the the Nintendo World, uh, I kind of want to get a little bit of your background on um, on oh, yeah. how you got into gaming and stuff like that. Like, when did you when did you first start? Uh, what, what was your first uh, game? When did you first get into you know gaming and stuff like that? I guess. Uh, I mean, I'm 38, so I'm way old school. Um, I was in second grade. I got a uh, Intellivision. Oh wow! Of all wow. systems, this is my first system, and the first game I played on it, ironically, was Donkey Kong. Which, <laughs> if you've played Donkey Kong the Intellivision, it is horrid. But I didn't care. I was in Hog Heaven. I had it. I was playing as Mario on my screen and controlling my television. It was it was the greatest, and I've been pretty much obsessed with games ever since then. You know, going from system to system, and I've only really paused in college. Okay, let's fast forward a little bit to to now with the uh, Nintendo World and everything. Uh, when you heard about the um, the preliminaries, what kind of inspired you to go out and give it a shot? Because I mean, you made about the same drive we did. It was about I mean, it, about five five six, six hours and a half almost. Yeah. yeah, I played in the 1990 championships in Cincinnati. I was 13. Oh, really? I got to the semifinals. Cool. I did. I had an okay run. I didn't you know win it or anything. Mm-hmm. But I've been you know mildly obsessed with those Nintendo competitions that they, they had subsequent ones after the 1990 NWC when they announced what, well, when the, the NES remix came out last year, they included that Nintendo world championships remix game on there. Right. And that had elements from Nintendo world championships, 1990 and Nintendo campus challenge 91. So I was already familiar with the, the basic strategies of, of getting high scores in all those games. Uh, when I got it on my DS, the uh, Nintendo world championships remix uh, first couple times I played it, I got to the top eight le- online leaderboard. I was, you know, in the two, three million point range. Mm-hmm. So when they announced that that was going to be part of the competition, I knew I had a shot. I started practicing, and so did millions of other people because that leaderboard shot up immediately from the, the two, three million range up to the five, six, seven million range. Mm-hmm. But being that it was only you only got one chance at, at that what we knew at first, I was trying to figure out a way to not go full on because to get a very high score in Dr. Mario which is the money game you have to set up these Rube Goldberg like contraptions to get these gigantic combos to get a lot of points and if you make one mistake 
or misplace one piece, your score goes down precipitously. I mean, it's it's exponentially lower. Right. So, so, um, so I so I was trying to figure out the perfect balance of pushing that, but not taking like the biggest absolute possible risks, knowing that I only had one chance and that an absolute top score probably wasn't going to be required to win it. And it turned out in our region in Chicago, it wasn't. I, I won with a score of two point nine eight million. Okay, I was going to ask you what what the final what your final point score was for that. Okay, my top out was a four point five million on my DS, which right now is twenty second. But as of Memorial Day, it was fifth. So you can see how many people have been playing. <laughs> wow, wow. But uh, I I got my first attempt. I got a one point nine eight million, and then we went to lunch, kind of happy but little disappointed. And then we heard that they were allowing replays in San Francisco. Uh, over uh, over social media, so we went back and got them to affirm that they were going to start accepting replays as well, and uh, I got that on my third try, and that was all that was required. Oh wow! So, so I didn't stay there the entire attention. day or anything like that. Somebody <laughs> could have come in and taken it, but fortunately for me, it didn't happen that way. Yeah, shoot, I I had no idea they were doing uh, they're taking replays. I mean, yeah, I would have went through again. Yeah, we yeah. we went through once and turned around and left. I think we went and got something to eat, went to lunch or something like yeah. that. That, but, uh, that kind of shows how obsessed I was with it. I was checking up on the Twitter sites and then and, and Facebook people I knew who were doing it, and that's how we found out about San Francisco, and that's why we went back. So that was kind of the difference. Well, that that is a heck of a lot of luck there. I mean, just checking everything, and you know, that's lucked out definitely. Yeah. Now I was kind of doing a little research, and you're you're in something called the Columbus Retro League. Is that what it's called? Yeah. We. Um, I've been a huge game collector, so you know, I we built moved into my house like five six years ago basement completely furnished so i had my finally my game room my dreams mm-hmm. but it kind of doesn't make sense to just to have it to myself mm-hmm. you kind of want to have other friends that are into this stuff so i started up this retro leagues so we could go around town and have retro game tournaments and uh they, there's a big scene with tecmo super bowl and we had a hockey night and we've done like <laughs> mini games so we kind of have different strange themed tournaments once a month and uh Oh wow! Uh, yeah, yeah, sounds really cool. If you're in town and uh, check us on a Facebook and come join us, it's cheap. It's uh, we're we're fun people to hang out with, and maybe you'll win something. Oh yeah, we'll definitely yeah. have to yeah, check we'll that out. Have to check it out. Sounds cool. Sounds really cool. Yeah, where are you guys located? Uh, Marion, uh, about an okay, hour well, north. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. yeah, yeah. Come on down. Yeah, definitely. We're down that way quite a bit. Yeah. So yeah, for sure. Now you mentioned you're a game collector. What what's the pride of your collection? Oh, I always get asked that question. I never quite have the right answer i think the coolest thing i own is probably the the vectrex have you seen one of those oh before? yeah those are cool uh, that's it's just stunning you see a picture of it doesn't do it justice the, the those vector graphics just pop out so nicely and it's so smooth that you know and it's got that the the console itself looks like an original macintosh but in black so it's just got that super cool 80s timeless looking look to it i mean that's that's kind of the coolest thing i own um I have some expensive and rare games, but that it, it's funny. Like the best games aren't really the expensive rare games. Oftentimes, it's expensive games tend to be like the crappy ones that they, they didn't Nobody publish buy. too many yeah. of them. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, you know, I have Bonk's Adventure Adventure for the NES, and that's not that great. The original Bonk on the Turbo Graphics is much better and way cheaper. So it kind of I don't have anything like a Nintendo World Championships card or anything. I just have reproductions for those. Yeah. That's great. I, th- you know what? I think we're pretty much at our mark. So, uh, Chris, thank you for joining us again. I appreciate you, you taking the time. Um, before you get out of here, is there anything you'd like to uh, uh, plug? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, besides uh, Columbus Retro League, check us on Facebook. I also host a podcast. Now you're playing with podcast. 
uh, we talk about kind of everything from the really old Ataris and stuff up to the modern stuff. So uh, check us out there if you want to waste four hours listening to the entire history of the 7800. <laughs> Well, great. Well, yeah, definitely. Have to, we'll, we'll definitely. We'll, we will definitely have to check that out. Uh, again, this has been Chris Bidwell, uh, Nintendo World uh, Championship participant from Columbus, Ohio. Uh, thank you, one more time. Thank you for, yeah, for joining us. Thanks, guys. It was fun. Nerd Overload is brought to you in part by Replays, gameware, movies, and more. Replays is the place for all your gaming needs, from retro up through current gen systems and accessories. They even have a free customer rewards program. Mount Vernon Avenue, Marion, across from the Marion Plaza. 751-4072 or online at facebook.com slash replaysmarion. Nerd Overload is sponsored in part by Creative Foundations. Hi, my name is Robert. Hi, my name is Amber. Hi, my name is Jessica. I'm Jimmy, and I work at Creative Foundations. The store that employs people with developmental disabilities. We have four locations. Delaware, Mount Vernon, Marysville, and Urbana. Our website is creativefoundations.org. Find us on Facebook.
Hey, all you real Americans, we're back. That was uh, Hulk, well, Hulk Hogan's song by Rick Derringer. Yeah, and Hulk Hogan. He actually did play guitar in that. Oh. Yeah, he's a bassist. He was a, before he became a professional wrestler, he was like a, a bassist in a band on SoCal or something like that. Huh, I had no idea. Yes. Terry Bolina, a.k.a. Shh, shh, they'll come for you. Oh, no one can know. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, the Hulkamaniacs. They're coming. All right. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's get into a little bit of news now. Uh, the first thing right off the bat, um, there's been some rumors uh, about Nintendo uh, teaming up with like Disney and Universal or something something like that. It's gone both ways. That well, it's not a rumor for Universal. It's known now that they're making a Nintendo theme park area at one of their parks. They, oh, I think the Florida Universal. Oh, interesting, interesting. You know where all the fun stuff is. Yeah. 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 So yeah, not only can you go to Harry Potter Land, there'll be some kind of Mario Ocean Land Kingdom. or Nintendo. Nice. Yeah, I wonder if they'll they'll just do Mario or if it'll be like Nintendo World or Smash Brothers World. Smash Brothers Smash World. World. Yeah, <laughs> all the mascots just fighting each other in the streets, <laughs> like those old commercials for the '64 one. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Costumes. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Those are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I I hope they go for more Nintendo than just Mario. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. as much as I love Mario, I'd like to also see you know the other Z- stuff. The Zelda fan in me wants it. Yeah, an F Zero uh, race car ride. Oh That'd yeah, be fun. Uh, yeah. Or just make it go karting. Yeah, Mario. Or just Kart. Mario Kart go karting. Yeah, here we go. Yeah. They could do those Mario Kart carts that had you could pick up items on the track type of thing. I think they had it at like Coachella or some kind of festival like oh, that. Oh, okay, interesting. They had like real Mario go karts that you could drive over certain parts of the track and get items that would affect the other carts. Yeah, weird. Yeah, they could have a, a Metroid area of the park, but uh, Samus won't show up. Yeah, it'll it'll be called Metroid, but it won't be anything that anyone wants <laughs> tell us uh, how you really feel yeah but uh be- beyond that it sounds like nintendo's looking at trying to team up with disney for some stuff there was a leak um again it's all rumor but uh the source uh, apparently the source that leaked it also called like a lot of nintendo's like e3 announcements so i mean you know it's someone on the inside maybe maybe they knew all the disappointment beforehand yeah well <laughs> but uh i guess they're um Working on trying to get Mario into a starring role in Wreck-It Ralph 2. Which would be cool. And there's been murmurs about that before, so there's probably some truth to it. Wasn't Bowser in the first Wreck-It Ralph? Yeah. Bowser was, yeah. But no Mario. Right. Because they couldn't find a a place that was big enough to warrant, you know, the Super Mario. (laughs) Yeah, right. But uh, but, uh, beyond that, they're looking at trying to get Amiibo support for one of the upcoming Disney, uh, Disney Infinity games. Which, why not? That'd be cool. Yeah, that would I mean, be cool. I mean, there's, there's Bowser and Donkey Kong Skylanders coming. Which is weird. What? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That. yeah, it's weird. It's it was one weird. of their E3 things, was there? there's dual-functioning Amiibo Skylanders of yeah, Bowser like and Donkey Kong. Yeah, you the base or something like that. Oh, jeez. It's very <laughs> yeah. weird. And the uh, the Skyland the theme for the next Skylanders is vehicles, so it's like Bowser in some kind of clown car, and Donkey Kong has some sort of barrel... Plane. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Do a barrel roll. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But um, they're also looking at branching out into films and getting a, and getting a game where Mario and Mickey are both in it. I, and I think that'd be really cool. I mean, that would be cool. The, two huge icons like that. Yeah, they yeah. they have a lot in common between the two of them. I mean, you know, oh they're, yeah, they're, they're both, both enthusiasts of white gloves <laughs> <laughs> and overalls. Yeah, <laughs> with yellow buttons. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're practically brothers. You got you got Mario, Mario, Luigi, Mario, and Mickey, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But no, um, when when the the leak first kind of announced, I was joking with you guys about how you know uh, Mickey's confirmed for Smash Brothers because that's always kind of the joke. But uh, after I started thinking about it, you know they had that epic Mickey game which was really good. Yeah, it was a fantastic game. Yeah, uh, or two of them. Get Oswald the the lucky rabbit in there or something. Yeah, I mean I think Mickey would be cool in Smash. Yeah. Okay, so would Mickey or would Oswald be like the the Luigi analog? Yeah, he, he kind of is in Epic Mickey, like especially the second one. He's kind of the Luigi to okay, yeah, because he, he was Walt Disney's first creation, yeah. right, right. But he didn't have the rights to it when he left um, wherever it was. Yeah, he worked for like Universal or something, <laughs> something like that before he left and started Walt Disney, right. And uh, so he did something eerily similar. Yeah, yeah, yes. Just this side of copyright infringement, pretty much. Yeah, and it took a, it took a long time for those rights to actually fall back to Disney. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's good news. I mean, I we've heard a little bit here and there. Uh, the Sony email leaks. There were you know news about Nintendo wanting to team up with them for a movie for or something. Yeah, or yeah. Features. Sony wanted to make an animated Mario movie, which yeah. I don't know. There's too much competition yeah like, yeah conflicting stuff there yeah and i mean i've also heard they've been trying to work with studio ghibli for some pikmin stuff so i mean nintendo is looking to branch out beyond games yeah, they've they've talked at investor meetings that they want to branch out more merchandise movies that kind of stuff i'm all for it yeah they want I think the, they great. want their their nintendo hands in all the pots yeah 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 and all the pipes they, so. yeah they want all their white gloves and all the pipes <laughs> But yeah, I'm I you know what? Why not? What the hell? Yeah. I mean, Nintendo is one of those corporations like they are iconic. I mean, they are basically uh, with Studio Ghibli, you know, kind of like the Walt Disney of Japan. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah they're the Disney of video games. Yeah. Like, uh, well, like, yeah, I mean, sure. Uh, what other video game character has kind of transcended the gone beyond just the games and is in like pop culture, you know? Yeah, I mean, there, like there, Sonic, I guess, but there was one then. point where Mario was more well known than Mickey Mouse. Yeah, I can believe it. I don't think so anymore, but yeah. and I mean, they've done uh Mario TV shows before. Remember the Super Mario Brothers Super Show? And there was also the Super Mario Brothers 3 animated show. Yeah. And the yeah. Mario World one, yeah. which mm-hmm. like each gets progressively worse. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I I liked Captain Lou Albano. As as Mario, yeah, that was the best. Super yeah. Show was the best Super, one. Yeah, back when back before Bowser, he was still just King Koopa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Brooklyn accent. Yeah, <laughs> there were a lot of guest stars on that show. Too. Oh yeah, oh yeah, sure. big ones for the time too. Mm-hmm. Better days. <laughs> <laughs> Swing your arms from side to side. But uh, Mario meets Mickey Mouse platformer would be cool. That would that would be, that'd be, that'd be a lot of cool. fun. Yeah, yeah. They could jump through each other's worlds. Mm-hmm. I know I made the joke earlier about uh, the King- like Mario being in a Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it could be done. Sure. I mean, why not? They had a Pirates of the Caribbean world in the second one. Yeah. That was weird. It was that weird. That was really was, out of place. It was kind of like photorealistic. And yeah. Like everything else still looked really cartoony and Disney. Yeah. Wasn't there like Tron World too? Yeah, there was yeah. a Tron World. Yep. Tron An world original cool. Tron World. Yeah. That one was a lot of fun. And then there were like a couple rehash worlds from the first one, and the new one apparently has Tangled World. Yeah, I saw that. Which is it was cool. interesting. I yeah, like you had to like defend Rapunzel's tower from the from the Heartless. <laughs> Whatever the storyline is at this point, no <laughs> yeah. one knows. I mean, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's been forever since Kingdom Hearts two. And there's been so many spinoff games that like, who knows what's going on? Well, in some that. of them are spinoff games. Some of them are console rehashes of the Game Boy Advance versions. It's a pile. Like, it's, if you're looking <laughs> to get into Kingdom Hearts, 
I don't know. I don't know where to start. I, yeah, I don't the know first where to start. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. They've, they've probably retold the first one in a different at way. This point, I don't probably. know. There was one. It was like Kingdom Hearts like 1.2 or something. Yeah, and like, like recoded no. or something. No. Like it's a mess. Oh, there you go. Well, then well then maybe I don't want my Mario's in that. <laughs> but, but everything else sounds great. Hey, the first two games are great. Okay. Yeah, but even the storyline in the second one just turns into a big pile too. It's just a confusing mess of of themes and ideas that don't go anywhere. Yeah. It's like a time travel movie. It's a bit of a mess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of big piles of confusing mess, um, they've been announcing a whole bunch of stuff from San Diego Comic-Con, and one of the weirdest things I've seen is uh, KFC is putting out an SDCC exclusive Colonel Sanders comic. Why? Like the life and adventures (laughs) of the Colonel. I've never read anything about the colonel. I understand that he was a real man. He was a real dude. Yeah. He was a real colonel. Had but... a real secret uh, recipe <laughs> for recipe. chicken. Yeah, yeah. Which is secret today, you know. Yeah. Lock and key. It's like they forgot that he was a real person. Yeah. Because like you... with these new commercials that are creepy with as Darryl, all get out. With Daryl Hammond? They're awful. Yeah, they're real. They're weird. They're weird. I yeah. hate them. Give me the giblies. <laughs> <laughs> they are they're super creepy and weird and not oh, in like a burger king yeah i was gonna say way. i was gonna say i'd love king. to see a commercial with the creepy the creepy king is back i saw a commercial here the other day with creep king nice do you remember yeah. when those old xbox games came out with the creepy yes. king yeah you like the sneak king sneak king you sneak up behind him and give people burgers yeah i love that game it's stupid yeah. but uh yeah it's the it's weird it's supposed to be like um was it a fictional history it's like um half real history half like you know stuff they made up stuff they made up probably riding a giant chicken at some point or something more than likely yeah (laughs) Yeah, yeah. it's it's called historical fiction historical fiction yeah Yeah. it's it's the uh the abe lincoln vampire hunter of of fast food chain mascots (laughs) so yeah that movie's kind of fun it is fun i love that movie yeah it's a great movie but uh, it it is weird. Like I, I do feel like we are we live in a world where people sometimes forget that the colonel was a real person. Yeah, yeah. not just an a uh, 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 a character. It seems kind of disrespectful, which is weird to say because he's a fast food guy. He's not like well, no one's running around making f- weird commercials with Dave Thomas. I know yeah. that that would be even weirder be weird. if they're just like, hey, I'm Dave Thomas, and I'm gonna pretend like I wasn't a real person or I didn't die but you know what in 20 25 years they might they Probably. have someone pretend uh, to be dave thomas or that or they'll they'll bring the bring the wendy back instead of just having that red girl oh red commercial. well she's she's wendy her Is name's she, her, they just call yeah. her red no she's supposed to be she's wendy. supposed to be wendy she's supposed to be mascot smug wendy, wendy. Mm. yeah have you seen that the that uh twitter account smug wendy <laughs> no <laughs> it's it's just people um someone making snark a snarky comments and then saying you should eat at wendy's at the end of it <laughs> yeah it's great but uh <laughs> it's like like in the commercials where he's just like i'm back america it's like back back from the dead yeah. <laughs> I, I tell you it feels like that what orville redden yeah it feels like that orville Redenbacher co- uh commercial where they like superimposed his head on some dancing guy's body yeah, and gave yeah. him like some ipod earbuds the skeletal remains of Redenbacher dancing around, shilling for popcorn. It was weird. Yeah, nobody liked that either. Yeah. You think they would have learned from that. You like, would think. You would think, but no. It's different when you bring back your mascot when your mascot was a living, breathing human yeah, being. Yeah, yeah. Like, if they brought back, like, a Captain Crook or the Ham- or um, um, Mayor McCheese or something, someone like yeah, that from McDonald's. Yeah, it's not like McDonald's. a fake character. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not like the Hamburglar was a real person. Yeah. That would although, be weird. Although they're making him a real person. <laughs> Real creepy person. Yeah. Have you seen those commercials? 
With I, the, I've only yeah. seen the the one where he opens up his little his hamburger back cave in his in his garage. <laughs> that was weird. Yeah. Rabble, rabble. It doesn't. <laughs> the new hamburger doesn't bother me. I think it's ridiculous. Like. Yeah. Yeah. No. What's terrifying is that animated Happy Meal face thing. Oh yeah. The done by the Despicable Me folks. Yeah. yeah those things the are minion, terrifying. Yeah. Oh yeah. Those are those are creepy. I'm, I'm surprised kinda, they went I'm kind of done with minions. Oh, I've been done with. Like minions. I like I like the Despicable Me movies. I really I really do. And those I, movies are cute. And They're I kind of want to watch the minions movie. But I'm tired of seeing the minions everywhere. And like in weird Facebook memes. It's like yes. Yeah. So yeah. many weird Facebook memes. <laughs> Somebody wrote something they saw on a t-shirt in a gift shop in North Carolina in 1994. Yeah. And now that's on a post with a minion underneath yeah. it. Like, Would you say that they've become a despicable meme? <laughs> Absolutely. And, that, and that's all, folks. <laughs> so here we go. No, all right, all right. But, oh, yeah, they've worn out their welcome by a little a bit. Shot. A little bit. I never thought they were that funny. And When I first saw the first Despicable Me, I'm like, these guys are not as funny as the people making this movie think they are. Yeah, well, you know, when the majority of that, the, the best parts of that movie are, are Gru and the, uh, the, and the girls and, the, and yeah. the kids and stuff. But, you know, the minions were good in a supporting role. But I'm I'm kind of hoping that this Minions movie kind of doesn't do as well as they're thinking. That way they can go, oh, maybe they can't, like, <laughs> headline their own film. Yeah, I, it's kind of like the Penguins from Madagascar. Yeah. Al- although that show is, is good because they, they're, like, in 11-minute chunks, and they're good they're good for kids. Or the Rabbids. Uh, <laughs> now, the Rabbids, I could I could take your leave. Yeah. yeah. Remember, do you remember they're from Rayman? Yeah, I know. I know <laughs> yeah. the fact they're from Rayman. I don't yeah, think right. anyone else remembers no. they're from Rayman. Yeah. I'm not sure people even remember what Rayman was. Hey, the last Rayman game was really good. <laughs> Rayman, uh, what was it? Origins? Or Legends? Legends. 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 Rayman Legends. It was really good. Yeah. But yes, the minions, they're terrible. <laughs> yes, yes. I don't know how we went from Colonel Sanders to the minions. <laughs> I think we were just talking about this this icons in general and just well, how I was they're making a joke. Yeah, yes, yes, the, yes. Thanks for no selling it there, pal. <laughs> <laughs> That's here to bring us back down. Yep. Uh, anyway, uh, to bring us back up, there was a trailer for the um, next Rocky sequel or we... sidequel or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> spin-off. Spin-off, yeah. Uh, Creed. Yeah. It's it's basically it's kind of like the original rocky but instead it's rocky training as the mick as the mick in the mick role training apollo creed's son grandson grant uh, is it grandson i think it's grandson probably i don't know i I think i I think it's grandson but uh yeah i mean it looks interesting i mean it looks good um i'm always a fan of more rocky rocky balboa the sixth one was excellent have you guys seen that i've never seen any rocky movies surprise surprise oh my god well yeah surprise surprise Well, we, we need to sit down and watch one, two, four. Yeah. One, two, four and Balboa. Wait, which one has the robot? Uh, four. Okay. I yeah. want to see the one with the robot. <laughs> one is a legit good movie. Uh, two is a, uh, a, a serviceable sequel that extends the, the plot. Four is bonkers because that's the one where he fights <laughs> Ivan Drago, the Russian, in Russia. I like that one. It's great. I love it, but it's bonkers. It make, It's like the most out there of all of them. And yes, it has the robot, Polly's robot. <laughs> Which, yeah. one, which one was the one with Mr. T? The, the third one. It's the third one. Which, I, you know, it's good, but I'll take or leave. It'd be a good movie for our side podcast. <laughs> yeah, if we ever get back no, to I it. No, I haven't seen that, which yeah. you can listen to on nerdoverload.com. That's right, that's right. <laughs> but uh, but no, Creed looks really good. Um, I'm excited for it. Do you think <sighs> it'll have a soundtrack by Creed? Oh, I 
don't so. wish that don't wish that on us <laughs> do not he's taking those punches with arms wide open <laughs> you beat me to it i was, I was <laughs> yes! on my way there you beat yes! me to it all right all it's right it's a terrible boxing boxing pose. strategy yeah, no yeah. Way. <laughs> creed stop leaving your arms wide open <laughs> i hope that line's in there oh man oh, if, I could, if i could do the accent i would have it would have been hilarious <laughs> Hey, you gotta, you gotta leave your arms wide open. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, Adrian. I feel like any movie nowadays that has Sylvester Stallone in it needs subtitles <laughs> and the little circle up in the corner with someone doing sign language. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's mean, but you're right. <laughs> no, I'm serious. You, you can't. No, I know. You can I know. barely understand him in the day, let alone now. <laughs> it just keeps getting worse. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that uh, what was it? The escape plan with him and Schwarzenegger? <laughs> yes, that might as well have been in Esperanto. I swear, I couldn't understand hat like ninety percent of what was what was said in that movie. I understood more of Arnold screaming in German in that movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that movie is just terrible. Oh Thanks, no, Sam. It's, it's fun. Thanks, Sam. You Dude, know, just call me up. Hey, you want to go see a movie? Let's go see this terrible movie. <laughs> Hey, ter- there is a place for terrible movies, all right? Yeah, it's yeah. in Columbus yeah. on Friday night. Yeah, it's yes. called Bad Movie Night. It's once a month. <laughs> okay, all right. all right. Oh, speaking of bad commercials, have you seen the Amazon Fire Stick commercial with Gary Busey? I've, yes, I've, I've seen some of those. I hate it. I love them. Is it the one I where he talks them. about talking to stuff? He's like screaming at his remote. Yeah, he basically just screams about the fire stick. The whole camera. I hate it. Oh, I love it. I love Crazy Busey. <laughs> the other day, IMDb posted about Gary Busey's birthday and the picture they chose for him. <laughs> like his, I don't. I feel bad. Like I feel like at some point he had a stroke because his no, face. He had a motor, no, what uh, motorcycle he did? accident. Had yes. brain damage. He has permanent brain okay. damage. I did not know that. Oh, yeah. yeah. If you want to see a good movie with him, he he played Buddy Holly in a movie before his motorcycle accident, and he was like a legit good actor. So that was before he went all crazy. Yeah. Yes. Every time they use Gary Busey in anything now, there's always this undertone for me of like, are we really doing this? Like, yeah. Are we yeah. really kind so of I didn't like? Know this. Well, ever since that show, I'm with Busey on on VH1. That was really that's a that was a real eye opener. Whoosh. Yeah. Yeah. What was that one where he screamed about Mechanical Tigers? It was like a celebrity competition show. It had Hal Sparks in it. <sighs> was it The Apprentice? No, no, no. Because he was no. he was been on like four seasons of The Apprentice. Yeah, Cele- I celebrity I Love New York. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a post with New York in it and I was like, wait a minute. I forgot she was even a thing. Yeah. It, it's a she? I don't know what this is. It was it was a spinoff of what was it the uh, Flavor Flav's Flav dating show. Oh, Flavor of Love. Yeah, Flavor of Love. Yeah, she, she got, was. Yeah, like she was such a big personality that they gave her her own spinoff called I Love New York. Oh God, I remember in I think it was the second time she appeared on the on on uh, on Flavor of Love. It was like the next season or something. She came back, and some girl spat at her as she was walking away, and it went in her mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that, yeah. Wow. I do not remember any of that. I think I may have just, like, purposely this was blocked back it in out like of my the, Yeah, this is a good seven years ago. Yeah, oh. yeah. I was, like, I was, think, I was like senior senior or uh, junior in high school, and uh, it was back when I used to watch MTV a lot, when they still kind of showed uh, music videos. It was ridiculous. Though. Oh yeah, it, it was, was the, it was the whole it was the whole explosion of those celebrity dating shows there. Probably. Oh yeah. Oh so bad. What wasn't didn't Flavor of Love spin off into that one with um, Brigitte Nielsen? Yeah, because yes. she won, right? 
No. 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 Her, he and Bridget Nielsen met on a, a different reality show with celebrities. Oh, that was oh. the that was the celebrity uh, VH1 house, right? Yeah, it had like Vern <laughs> with, Troyer. With Brett Michaels? Brett, uh, it wasn't Brett Michaels. No, no Brett was, Michaels had his own show that was equally the, as terrible. That was Rock of Love. Rock of Love. Oh. That was Rock of Love, which a girl from a girl from Ohio, from Marion, Ohio was in. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, a buddy of mine went to school with her. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. I don't remember which one Marion Proud. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she was she was a train wreck. Well, um, you know, <laughs> Brett Michaels. Well, we're not going to get her on the show now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, she, um, it was, oh, God. It was, a, it was basically Big Brother with celebrities. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Vern Troyer was in it. And, um, boy, I think we watched the entirety of the first season of Rock of Love when it was on TV. Oh, Ugh. man. Ugh. It's just so bad. Yeah, I mean, I hated those shows, all of them, every single one. <laughs> yeah. I never really watched them. Like, my sister would watch them, and I'd be flipping through channels, and I'd have to watch maybe the end of one to I, get to another show. I kind of miss train wreck reality shows. I don't. At times, at times. Well, you know, I think if we've learned anything from this show this week, it's that America good, bad TV, bad. <laughs> VH1 TV, bad. So uh, I think this is actually going to do it for this week. Oh. You've been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, you can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com, Nerd Overload website. You can email us any questions or comments at staff at nerdoverload.com. And you can tweet us tweets at, at nerd underscore overload. Yeah, that's it. So, uh, again, thank you for tuning in, and uh, we will be back uh, next week. Happy streaming American Eagle Freedom Day, everybody. Have a safe one. This show was sponsored in part by Replays, Gameware, Movies, and More, and Creative Foundations.